0: It's such a beautiful day outside. It looks like it's beautiful outside. It feels so like I drove here with the windows down. Hey man, it's coming. I know. Next weekend is gonna be beautiful too, dog. I, I saw. I saw the weather. I see it. You you wanna you, you wanna go outside next weekend? Hey, um, I I don't know man. We might we might uh, we might step foot outside. Fuck
1: it, we might. You know I gotta talk to the better half. But I know she down to go outside. She be trying to get me outside all the time.
0: Yeah, man. Let's 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 go outside next weekend, man. Yeah, stay outside. No, yeah. no inside. Yeah, just outside. Uh, Mas- there's, a, there's a few spots up outside that are good for outside.
1: Listen, that forecast next week. I am not opposed to being outside. Yeah, man.
0: And it's during the weekend too. Like usually, yeah. It's usually the Friday, around, Saturday, the forecast. Yeah. Usually around this time of the year, it's always at, at the beginning of the week or some bullshit like Tuesday. Yeah, I wanted to be nice on Tuesday. Let it rain on Tuesday.
1: Trying, it Didn't nice you call time.
0: Tuesday Monday sequel?
1: It, it is. <laughs> That's Monday sequel. Like Tuesday, they don't even have a feeling. It just feel like Monday extended. <laughs> Like, you wake up on Tuesday, you're like, shit, is it still Monday? Tuesday, to deluxe, Monday. Wednesday, you start feeling a little, you like, all I. Right, all right, I'm halfway through. Thursday, you wake up, you're like, "Ah, oh, shit, son. It's right there, it's Friday Eve. If I wanted to call and sit tomorrow, i will be in the weekend. And then if you do, if you do do Friday, it's lit. You just count down hours. Man. And then all of 15 minutes later, it's Monday again. <laughs> you're like man what the fuck what, what just happened why is it Monday again
0: unless it's a three day weekend and then it's like that, yeah then it's different
1: but then that harkens back to me saying Tuesday just Monday extended <laughs> because Tuesday will feel just like Monday once again but you see those, those three day weekends they, they'll fuck up your whole next week because you be,
0: it'd be Thursday you're like damn what, what day is this is it Tuesday Especially, remember in school, when like the month of November, like you damn near had every Monday off? Dog. And then, and then you get back to normal, you're like, man, I won't go to school for five days. <laughs> you're like, nigga, this is regular. Yeah, January's. is, I think that's why I hate January the most. You because your n- kids, not a nothing. Because when you were in school, November, you had like, every Monday except for like election day off. And then, you had like Thanksgiving. So you never had like a
1: full week, And then you're not ever looking forward to shit. Like when you hit October, you're like, oh bet Halloween at the end of the month we could wild out. And then November you got all those days off and then Thanksgiving. December December, you you got got Christmas. Christmas. Then January just like "Eh!"
0: And then you praying that New Year's like ends on like a Thursday.
1: Yeah, so you get that, that extendo clip.
0: Yeah. And then maybe you get Martin Luther King Day off. That's one day to look forward to in January. But then
1: you gotta go back to school the next day. <laughs> like, yeah. It's whack. Like, not Martin Luther King's not whack, but y'all could have put his holiday on a Friday. Y'all could y'all could did that for us.
0: Now you looking forward to spring break? Yeah, man. You you at school looking lethargic because you need some time off.
1: <sighs> trying to take a me day. You trying you trying to fake fake a sickness. Little one or two day little one or two day bug here and there. You can get it. You praying for some snow. Like, please Lord. Let me get like two inches of snow. That's all we need to shut it down.
0: Especially in VA. But then you
1: fuck around, you get that on a Tuesday. It'll shut you down for Wednesday. You back at school Thursday and Friday, bad as hell. Now you really don't know what day it is.
0: You like shit. but those were the days man that that was our youth i guess (laughs) that was our youth (laughs) summed up right yeah and then you grow old and you find out that you got to work year round like wait there's no summer break on this we can't like take a month or two off
1: and then this is how they got you because if you ended up being a teacher you got paid you ain't get paid too much so it wasn't worth it because you had to work during the summer anyway (laughs) to counteract the fact that you ain't getting paid yet like, they, they knew what they were doing when they made teacher, like, a lowly paid employee. <laughs> they was like, oh, y'all get some off? Cool. You barely make more than minimum wage. Have fun. You just got some kind of job security.
0: And benefits.
1: Yeah. And a, a union, I guess. <laughs> How you got a union job? <laughs> they don't pay you like you got a union job. The teachers' union is fraud, dog. Cause I would have been when I was strike mad times. Like y'all niggas gonna pay us some money, or oh, y'all little niggas can teach. You know I would do it. Like as soon as COVID's over, like this, I would do it now. I'd be like, yo, uh, this summer we gonna re, we gonna renegotiate our, our our money because y'all see that y'all don't want to deal with these little niggas at home. So we, we we're, we're more worth we're more valuable now. Y'all yeah, was fiending for little niggas to go back to school. Yeah, now pay us some bread. That's what I would do. Soon the last day of school, I would be like, hey, superintendent, we, 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 need, we need to talk. My teachers ain't come back in September unless it's some, some bread being thrown at us like strippers. But that's just me.
0: Wow. Well, let's get the show started. Where's the damn... All right, there we go. you always losing track of buttons. Man, there's a whole bunch of them. This man ruined the bag. Somebody said if Daniel Caesar was more attractive, he wouldn't have been canceled so easily. Well, we know that to be a fact. Can't cancel Trey's song when they keep well, I saw somebody quote that tweet and say, Well, he should have thought about that.
1: <laughs> hey, he was chasing waterfall, he wanted to stick to the rivers and lakes he was used to. See, he thought he, thought he would get Trey Trick treatment. <laughs> See, Trigger Trey got a, a very loyal fan base.
0: Trey would do some
1: shit, and they be like, I wish he'd do that to me.
0: What's wrong with y'all? Lips me. LSD me that
1: Kiki Palmer shit came me. out. I seen chicks on Twitter like, yo, I wish he'd be in the closet. No, you don't! Somebody need to tell, uh, what's the other dude? Little dude no hair. Nigga that shot, uh, Megan Thee me, Stallion. Oh my god. Somebody should tell him that too. You're not, you're not attractive enough to not get canceled. Or tall enough. I got a theory about that too.
0: If you're not a certain height, you'll you get canceled faster.
1: That's why they canceled Kanye so quick. Kanye uh, dude that shot Megan Thee Stallion I don't know how how tall Trick or Trey is the only exception was Chris Brown Chris Brown was like 6'3 but he did some off the wall shit so they had to get him out of the paint
0: but uh, most niggas if they tall they're not getting cancelled welcome to two men with Stockholm Syndrome this is (laughs) Fred We sound like we want to be outside so bad.
1: Y'all know who I am, goddammit.
0: <laughs> we got a lot. I'm
1: not telling y'all who I am every week. Y'all know who the, if y'all don't know what my name is by now, y'all listen to the wrong shit. Uh, it's we- on
0: the
1: it's on the fucking it's on the fucking logo. That's what my that's what my name is. Assholes.
0: Wow, we got a lot to touch uh, today. Hey. To, to 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 get into today. I said touch. Um like I, I, I still song. can't get
1: over that nigga dancing that video and then touching shit. <laughs> like that nigga was pop locking and be like, touch. I hate it. I hate him, boy. Hey
0: man. It alright. That's so, why his that's
1: why his doing mama left
0: I'ma make oh my god. I'ma make a list of songs or I, I got a list of songs that uh-huh. The song itself was hot, but the video ruined it for me.
1: Completely ruined it.
0: Or, because when I first heard Touch, I was like, "Oh damn, this that but shit." But you
1: can make a list on the opposite end of the spectrum too. Songs that wasn't really that fine until you saw the video. Exactly. That's why I think a lot of y'all shit don't be hitting now.
0: You know what pissed me off about the Touch video that so much? It was like the ground was wet, and he was pop locking in Tim's, but his Tim's weren't tied all the way, and I was like, "He's gonna roll an ankle." Well, you know, he, he probably did the, he did the
1: two video shoots in one thing. He did touch and O, oh, and they were like, oh, we already hosed the shit down. He probably did O oh first. It was like, you know what, fuck it. It's already hosed down. Go ahead and keep the lights on.
0: Yeah, you should have kept working with Tim because Tim hooked him up on a few of them joints. Listen, man. Icebox? Remember when that dropped? Oh, how could I not? How
1: could I not? I was single at the time, and I swore I had an icebox where my heart used to be. I was fucking lying. Because as soon as I got a girl, that icebox was gone. Girl,
0: I really want to work this out, but I'm tired of fighting. Fighting.
1: He made that shit sound so fly, too.
0: Girl, I really want to work this out, but I'm tired of fighting. I was like, okay. Okay, Omario, oh, I see you. Um, but first, I saw something last week, and it made me think of you. Was, and was, then Was it my favorite TikTok video? No. Uh-huh. Um, and then today, I saw you tweet. And I said, "Damn, I'm glad he brought this up in the topic thing." The whole Nike scandal. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I want I want to talk about this
1: because you have the floor for anybody who don't know what I'm talking about. I'm sure everybody knows. So there's a little dude in the West Coast somewhere. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say names or anything because it's nigga y'all know what I'm talking about. He was finessing the system, buying mad shit through bots and shit, uh backdoor. You know what you know what fucking stores do with their retail these days. They backdoor the shits. Shout out to Marcus Jordan. Um was he bought so much that he made up his own reselling company called he was called West Coast Sneakerheads or something like that. Well come to find out, he's also the kid a couple years ago <laughs> Excuse me. A couple years ago, that I found like three or four pair of air mags in a storage facility. Quote, unquote, found. Well, come to find out, he did a, he, <laughs> dum Dumb did an interview with Bloomberg News. He probably even know what the fuck Bloomberg News was. But he did an interview with Bloomberg News when he was talking and gave his name and all that shit. Well, come to find out, his mommy is a vice president at Nike. And can I, can, do you know what her specialty was with the vice presidency at Nike? What was her? Online sales. And she was responsible for the sneakers app. So, the very same app that we all bitch about bots have overrun and taken over was her brainchild. And her son was taking advantage as well. Not to mention, he bought a whole bunch of shoes with her credit card. So, pressure mounted and mom dukes after working at the company for a quarter century had to resign all because her little son was clout chasing and decided to talk to bloomberg news about his up and coming sneaker reselling company and somebody put two and two together now I've been vocal about how much I fucking hate the sneakers app And I've I've gotten some some shoes that I wanted off of it. Today, perfect example. I wanted a pair of dunks off of there. Okay? There was a draw. Anybody that knows sneakers knows that sometimes for certain shoes, they'll do a draw where you enter in the draw, and then they pick whoever they're going to pick from the draw to get the shoes. Cool. Well, I wasn't even able to enter the draw at 10 o'clock on the dot. I go to the sneakers app and that shit said sold out with the clock still going for the draw. That's not supposed to happen. To anybody, you're supposed to be able to enter the draw. Now, if it sells out after that, then it sells out. But you can't tell me that a draw is sold out and there's still 10 minutes on the clock to enter. That's not how that works. But that's how it worked today. So needless to say, my black ass did not get those dunks this morning. But that happens basically every time a drop happens, whether it's a draw or not. By the time that you've gone in, and it's supposed to be fast, but for the minute or two it takes you to do everything and get out of there, these bots, they go in like milliseconds. So in the minute, it's sold out. It's done. So this kid was having he had pictures of flex him flexing with hundreds of boxes of your favorite shoe that you didn't you weren't able to get. And his his mom had to had to piece out. Now I don't know if anything legal is gonna pop up for this. Um I don't think there's any legality to it. This is not it's not exactly insider trading. Um but it basically Is it not though? it's, I it's mean- really not. It's not
0: because Be- I saw the pictures. He has warehouses full of just now. If she was
1: directly funneling shoes from Nike to him, I, I don't think there's still any. I still don't think there's any legality to it because it's a privately it's a private company. Anything on the wrong side is going to have to do with their code of conduct.
0: I just okay. He's purchasing
1: all the shoes. He's not stealing anything. In a, mm. and if his mom's giving her permission to use her credit card, then there's no.
0: That's what I'm saying. The only reason why I would think that it would be considered insider trading, the only reason why is because the mother is the head of the company. She runs the exact app you need in order to get these big drops, right? Yeah, her son is using her credit card. There's no way she doesn't know what her son is doing. Well, that's that's she's he's not buying stocks with it. But it's but I'm. There's, there's, there's got to be, a, for lack of a better term, I'm using there's no precedent insider trading, but there's got to be something legally no. to where Nike could sort of get them on. No. Because first of all, it's Nike. If Nike wants to get you, they'll get you. Now, they got the funds. The
1: only way I think they would be able to, if she was directly giving him shoes from the warehouse without him paying for them, but he was paying for the shoes. There's no, There's no proof that she was giving him shoes from Nike to sell.
0: Unless she told him, "Hey, use my credit card, and you can resell, and I get some on the back end." We don't know if he was giving her money on the back end for this. And Cause let's be real, resellers make a lot
1: of money. If you're working twenty five years a night, you're the VP. You're not hurting for money.
0: Yeah, but greed does does hell of a thing to people.
1: It, it absolutely
0: does. But I, it'd
1: be hard pressed for me to say both his parents were that dumb enough to let that happen. But I mean, she lost her job. She'll bounce back. They always do. She'll go to another sneaker company. And
0: I don't think she'll go to. I think she'll go to another big company. I don't think it'll be sneakers.
1: She'll go. To, she'll go to whatever she'll company. Be, no,
0: needs, she'll be. She'll be. she be fine. Needs their app revamped. You don't. You don't go somewhere or you don't work for someone for twenty five years and let this little bit of a scandal hold yeah, you back.
1: Especially Nike.
0: Because some companies don't even care about sneakers. Like they would not care about that at no, all. No, not not at all. So she'll she'll find something. And her son will probably keep doing the same old. Time. What she'll have
1: to, what she's probably gonna have to do is go a route that isn't somewhere that interests her son. <laughs> that would be the only thing to make sure that this doesn't happen again.
0: I don't think her son really cares where she goes. He's, oh, he he's does has got a set,
1: and he's making a ridiculous because for me to believe, for me to believe that that was the only way, he was. Getting, it's not happening. He was getting Adidas. He was getting. Yeez, he was getting everything. He's gone through the channels that these resellers go through to get large bulk items of like pairs of shoes. Now is he using her credit card to get them? Probably, but that's that's neither. I mean, half the kids you see in the mall for a release are using their parents' money. It's just like the kid that sold DJ Khaled shoes, Benjamin. Benjamin wasn't using his money to get sneakers for the longest time. He was using his parents. And he made a successful business off of selling shoes to celebrities. Now he doesn't use, need to use mom and daddy money. And I'm pretty sure he's, they've recouped whatever they invested in him doing that. As has um, Miss Lady from Nike. But that was a personal interest story that really up, like, irked my nerves. But it's, the game is the game. And sneakers have become so big and so crossed into so many different genres that it's monetized and it's commercialized and it's it's capitalism. I'm not gonna be one of those old sneakerheads that are like, Oh man, I remember back in the day. It's not you know what the thing about back in the day is? <laughs> it's back in the day. <laughs> it's over. But you can't act like you didn't want sneakers to get this big. You did. You wanted this kind of you wanted sneakers to get this big, but you didn't want it to realize it was this big. And that was never gonna happen.
0: Yeah, once anything from the culture touches the suburbs, it's a wrap.
1: Yes, this is like you all sound like when everybody has a person that they've been around at some point that discovers uh, A Artist, band, group, whatever, when they're still coming up. Like people that will tell you that they listen to Travis Scott when he was doing Owl Pharaoh. Who the fuck cares? Those are the people that are get up, upset with people like, well, I like Travis Scott. Oh, and they'll ask you, that'd be the first question. Did you would listen to him when he did Owl Pharaoh? No, I didn't because he was trash. His music didn't move me then. I couldn't go somewhere and get loose to sickle mode because there was no sickle mode. So no, I didn't listen to Travis then. Nigga, Travis was signed to T.I.'s record label, and T.I. probably didn't listen to Travis Scott.
0: Yeah, people, you got to realize that... Uh,
1: it's okay to share your favorite artists that you've been following since they were an infant with the world.
0: Well, th- that and... You do know that you sort of turn people off when you when you do that, right? Like, if if a song is playing, say Kanye's playing, right? And there's probably something from like Life of Pablo or something more recent, right? Yeah. And and you're the person that goes, oh man, I I liked him better when he was doing graduation. Like, don't be that person, please. Please don't be that. I miss old Kanye. I think he mocked y'all with that too. He did. That, yes. Y'all, y'all, y'all got to
1: realize, no artist in the history of any kind of music has stayed the same and succeeded in the music industry.
0: There is only a chosen few.
1: Y'all, y'all harassed the baby about sounding the same and everything he makes. Which one do you? It, is it Uchi Wally Wally or is it One Mike? What do you want? Do you want them to sound the same throughout their whole career or do you want them to change it up? Tell me. Tell somebody. Because y'all all want Kanye to go back to college dropout. That's Aerie, not going to work.
0: Aries Spears uh, dropped a video. I saw that on Twitter um, where he was talking about the younger MCs and things and how it's trash. Yeah, and and I, I said, you sound like an old man. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. I don't. I don't either. Um, there's a few of the young cats that I actually fuck with. But I'm more of an R&B kind of dude anyways. But there's a lot. There's a, listen, there, there's a lot of newer acts that are
1: breaking out and have been breaking out for the last couple of years that don't sound the same as anything. You're not going to tell. You could tell me West Side Gun sounds kind of like certain rappers, his voice, but West Side Gun's, Raps do not sound like other people's. Benny. Benny's. Benny's is different. Benny. You, Pusha T is different. These. And you're not telling me that Future and Pusha T sound like the same rapper. Like, Shit. You're not telling me that Uzi
0: and, and Future sound like the same rapper. It just comes off as like you. You just don't. You're not even trying. No. At all. Like if you have a Limited um if you have limited musical taste okay none of the migos sound the same anymore they don't
1: you listen to the migos and you listen to their solo projects none of them sound the same they all have their own particular style Got what's takeoff man i miss takeoff
0: you probably somewhere chilling man, in atlanta i, I just hope I takeoff is having a good day that dude just be, he really be like the nonchalant member of that group. And
1: I'll tell you one thing. Those niggas got girlfriends that are famous and learn how to speak very clearly. You ever notice that? Hey, look, man. Those niggas wouldn't even do interviews before because they were just mumbling shit. All of a sudden, they got into some some pussy that sells records, too, and they're like, Oh, yes, sir. Uh, you know, this, this project is a, it's a passion project for me. Me and Cardi, we uh, we, I'm praying for Quavo.
0: I'm praying for Quavo though. Oh God! Because yeah, sweetie, did you see the shit that she be eating? Yeah, nature? she
1: put she put ranch on spaghetti.
0: She she she's oh, she going through it, boy. And he probably going through it too. But he in love. Damn it! If you know if what? anything, he's you know in love. Who
1: sweetie reminds me of sure reminds her newness. She reminds me of newness. I
0: don't need to exp- expand on that. Y'all know what I mean by that. On to uh, Versus. We have... This the one for me. No, I'm going to watch it because I, I fuck with both artists. But in one corner we have... Raekwon the Chef. Mr. Purple Tape himself. Versus Ghostface Killer. A.K.A. Tony Stark. And I... I want to start this by saying I don't think it's going to be the verses that people are used to seeing. But I don't I think there it's
1: not gonna be like uh Ludacris versus uh uh
0: Nelly. But here's the thing, we talked about this a while ago, where we want to see two people go up against each other that has a little bit of history of beef. Yes. These two don't have that at all. Oh, no, nothing. You, you might as well, they might as well be blood brothers. But they if, love each other. If
1: they're going to do D'Angelo and Friends one week.
0: Well, I'm, it was supposed to be D'Angelo and Maxwell.
1: But it didn't. It wasn't.
0: It and I don't know, know why Maxwell it pulled out. That still is a mystery.
1: It ended up being D'Angelo and Friends. Then I'm, all, I'm super okay with two of the higher profile members of Wu-Tang uh, celebrating their discographies.
0: Now, do we see appearances from other members? Oh, we might. Like, will they end the show performing Ice Cream? I
1: don't know because I don't know how many of the other ones. I don't know how much contact there is.
0: I know you got has beef with
1: RZA. I think think a lot of, I don't know if they've fallen out of touch. Maybe they, and you know, I know they had that Hulu series a couple years ago that they all, I think, helped out on. So maybe they did in that touch.
0: documentary like right before then too on Showtime, where it was like a three-part documentary yeah. or whatever. But
1: I'm not sure how much they're in touch with each other now, because we know two, two years, three years, in, in the music industry will change a lot. I mean,
0: now we could be shocked. They could get everybody together. I would. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind and do like a little <laughs> thing for ODB. Yeah, I would enjoy that. But once again, I, I I saw an interview with you, guys on like the Breakfast Club about a year or two ago, and he talked about how he still he doesn't even fuck with Riz anymore. He doesn't even look. He doesn't call him. He said if anything was happening to, happen to Riz, he would be the last person to know because he would not keep in contact with him. And it's all because of remember when they had sold that album that nobody could hear. Yeah. And, oh, and, and they didn't get any money off of that yeah. the only person who got money from that was RZA yeah yeah I, I remember that so you guys were like yo how come we didn't get any like we didn't get any input and we didn't get any money off of this like fuck you
1: and then I, I know RZA does a lot of shit outside of music so I don't know you know sometimes artists just don't want to go back to do that they don't want to go back and do music stuff anymore
0: so maybe, I don't know. I mean, we might see a Method Man appearance. Yeah, I he, know Meth is still fucking with them. Yeah. So
1: we'll, we'll see. I mean,
0: when, um, does it say when it is? Uh, let me look it up. Because I will be watching that, though. Because, I, I, like I said, I do. Now, I need Ghostface Killer to find that Golden Eagle thingy that he had on his wrist. It probably like, won't be hard to find. I just need him to put that on. Here I found the article.
1: Oh, Why you looking at that? You mentioned documentaries. I watched that Biggie documentary uh, yesterday.
0: I don't know if you got a chance to watch it yet. Um, there's no date so far, but it will be the next one up. So it'll probably be like sometime either this month or next month. Yeah, I'm th- it's probably gonna be this month. Yeah. Probably next couple weeks. All right, I, 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 I saw a few people talking about this particular thing. I I'm gonna drop this because it was a great documentary. I like how I got because Biggie has been covered so much. Yeah. Biggie and Tupac have both been covered so much to where I was not gonna watch the documentary because I was like, What what, what more do I there? need to learn? You know. But who who was it that had all the, the, the video footage of him like on tour and shit? Uh B Rock. D Rock, excuse me. Um all love and respect to him because it showed us a different side. And
1: you know, they really focused on the early years.
0: Yeah, I didn't know that he was really I mean obviously we we know that he was really into R and B, but I didn't know he was into R and B like that. Yeah. Which would explain a lot of the samples. And it
1: was nice diving in and I I was I enjoyed the fact they had people that you rarely hear about when you, when you talk about Biggie talking on the documentary because they were instrumental in him being big in one way or another, but you don't hear from him, them.
0: I like how his mom, um, once again, she's been holding it down since he passed. Oh, yeah. Um, just keeping the knowledge alive and things of, of him and how he was as a kid and, and really his career and stuff. But I love how she was involved. The only thing, I, the only problem I had with I feel it, like I'm, I'm, I feel like we're on the same page here. Go ahead and say what you're going to say. Is you cannot do a Biggie documentary. And you cannot talk about the Junior Mafia without Lil' Kim.
1: Yeah, and I... Because I remember when they did Notorious. And it was... Everybody talked about it being... Because Valetta and Faith didn't want her part of it. And they painted her in a bad light because they were the ones helping with the film. But that, this seems like it's the same thing's
0: happening again, where they, I, I think they would be the only two that I would think wouldn't want her to be a part of it. Because I don't see Diddy, like every time Diddy had a chance to spotlight Lil' Kim, even Junior Mafia, he would do it. Oh yeah. Um, I know she had her beef with Junior Mafia for a while. Her and Lil' C's had a little something, something going on back in the day. But I, I, I think they cleared that up when they did the Bad Boy tour. Yeah, I think that I think that's fine now. But so I know I I, I'm
1: pretty sure Valletta and it had to still be yeah,
0: it had to be both of them. Which that that's that's the only drawback on this. You cannot talk about Junior Mafia without Lil Kim. She was like even though Biggie, that was his group. She was definitely the star of Junior Mafia. Oh yeah. So you can't sit there and say, Oh, we were gonna do all these albums and he created this and that and that and then Lil Kim is just it's non-existent. And that's disrespectful to her. It is. And I would like to hear what she has to say about this. Now she probably they probably gave her a heads up and was like, yo, uh, they're doing this biggie doc and I don't think they're gonna uh treat you right. So they probably hit her up and was like, yo, do you wanna be in a documentary? But this is what XYZ said about you. Well, I don't. Flattering. I would be. I would be. Sh- I wouldn't be shocked if they didn't even ask her to be a part of
1: it. Now, because if Faith and Valera was like, it's either we're going to be a part of it or, or she's going to be a part of it, but it's not going to be both. Then I wouldn't be surprised if she didn't get contacted to be a
0: part of it because you can't do a biggie doc. Without or she could have been contacted and she was like, you know what, I, I don't want to beef anymore. If if she you could have, you're right. She could have. You know, if y'all just just. I love big, I miss him 'em. Y'all do your thing. I'll do my own thing. But if that's
1: the case, I hate it. I hate it that it had to come to this. Yeah.
0: But then again, we could we could she deserves to have her own documentary. She does. Where she could tell her truths.
1: But I you know what scares me about that. It would end up being too biggie centric. It could be on the first half
0: it depends on how much time you and give she,
1: it. And she she and I know Biggie was a big but she deserves to be the star of her own documentary.
0: Now, if it is a docu-series, I could see the first part of it being about like her upcoming and I want I want to hear her bringing and things of that nature.
1: I want to hear after Biggie dies, where she goes from there, how she she manages to go through different stages of her life. And then, about the domestic violence if if she 's okay to talk about that i want I want her to talk about that because everybody clowns her about how she looks now, and they don 't realize it was the result of her getting fucked up in the domestic violence shit, and
0: that 's and
1: them fixing her face. they just assume oh she
0: was she she went bad shit
1: yeah, and her her self esteem was low she didn't do this because she was perfect before. Yes, she what But if you get your face beat in, and the only way to fix it is plastic surgery. That's what they're gonna do. Yeah. So I would like that to be more known. I want more widespread knowledge of that, so people can shut the fuck up about
0: it. Uh, I saw that they're going to drop a Janet Jackson documentary at the beginning of the next year. Who's kid. who's that? Uh, Lifetime and A and E. All right. <laughs> I think they'll do better with a documentary than an actual biopic, because their <laughs> their run with the biopics are something to be studied. I think, but she deserves it. I don't. She know. absolutely
1: deserves. It. I think they need to leave the music documentaries to music people. And I'm not sure who's doing it, um, but if I feel like if it's a lifetime and A and E thing, that doesn't scream we have music people doing this.
0: Now it could be fly because I remember the first uh, surviving R Kelly shit was was bananas, and then they they took well, yeah, shark with the second one. That was
1: none of that was about music.
0: So I don't <laughs> know. But, but I don't know. I get it. He he was a
1: musician, but none of that was about music. That was about everything
0: else. I I, I do want to watch it though because I, I I fuck with Janet, and so I would like to watch that. Like, I would also not like that to be on TV. I would like
1: it to be on a streaming thing.
0: Yeah, I feel like Netflix they have they done have a more great freedom with this. when they do them on yeah. streaming. Well, they've been letting shit go as of late. I think we talked about this a few weeks ago where they, some of these channels now, if it's on basic cable, but mm-hmm. it's like more towards the late night slots, yeah. they'll let a few things but you, go. But
1: you know what? I don't know if I can name a streaming service that hasn't done documentaries well.
0: Netflix has been knocking them out of the park.
1: They always have. Hulu has a bunch of good ones too.
0: HBO will always knock out a good documentary. Yeah
1: everybody as far as the the current uh streaming I haven't Paramount Plus comes out today I believe I haven't seen anything on that I don't know about Peacock but I think Peacock might have some shit in the clip too but as far as documentaries and murder mysteries are these streaming services knock them out of the park every time so shout out to them for that <laughs> because the, between the original content and the documentaries and shit, I think that's worth the price of all of these things.
0: Um, another documentary series that's coming out, and it'll be out during this week or this weekend, uh, is the Inside the NBA documentary series. I think it, they're doing one a day. It's supposed to be four episodes mm-hmm. each night. So tonight it starts at 11. Tomorrow I think it starts at 11 again. And then Saturday 9 and then Sunday right after the All-Star game is when they drop the the last episode. And each one is about a particular member of the show. I'm going to watch it because I fuck with Inside the NBA. And I don't look at it as just sports. I look at it as full-on entertainment. But, I'm going to be critical here. I don't think you needed four 90-minute documentary, like a docu-series. When, when three of them are about NBA players that already have storied histories. Like, I'm fine with you giving me like a two-hour doc. You put it on during the Saturday night thing. We watch that. I think the only one I would really watch is earnings. Yeah, if they had did it differently, if they had started off with like, um, we're starting from the very beginning of the show, da da, and then like they keep going like through the decades because it's been thirty years, and then they go to like the future or whatever, I would have been fine with that. But don't segment it to each person. Yeah, I don't see. I don't.
1: Nigga, Shaq retired and then came on the show. Barkley, I believe, retired and came on the show. Um, What's his name? Kenny. Kenny. I think same kind of thing. I don't really... And these are three players that were great players in their own right, so they already have... Especially Shaq. Why the fuck do I need to know anything else about Shaq? And what else can you tell me? Shaq's most interesting shit was before he was playing and getting into the game. Matter of fact, if we keep it in the buck, Shaq's shit stops being really interesting as soon as he leaves Orlando.: What, what else do I need to know about Shaq and Charlie Barkley?
0: I mean, I'm still going to watch him. I I, I I like I said, I'm a fan of the show, so it's different. Like if you're not really a fan of the show you only watch here and there, or you probably only see like a funny ass clip on like Twitter or Instagram or something.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's but not for I, you.
0: I'm gonna watch just to see how they do it, because it might be they might have done a great job on this. I trust TNT. I trust them. I get the entertainment factor of inside. I just feel
1: NBA. like four episodes is a little much. The entertainment factor inside the NBA is very high level, but when they start talking about basketball, they sound like old heads that don't
0: understand it anymore. And I have this clip from Tuesday because Shaq had a hell of a 24 hours. Oh my god. Candace Parker is a hooper. She is a hooper. I think when when all is said and done, she might be in the top five women's hoopers of all time. And that's saying something because you got Lisa Leslie up in there. Um, What's the name of the lady that's coaching uh, South Carolina right now? She was like bad. Dawn Staley? I think so. But she was bad. Like, Candace Parker is right With there. Cheryl Swoops. Diana Taurasi, there's a lot. There's a lot of them. There's a lot yeah, of she's, and she's, she's right, right in the there. mix. Yeah, <laughs> okay? she's she's in the conversation. She's also a hell of an analyst. So when the season for the WNBA isn't going on, she's working for uh, TNT for their Tuesday. It's not inside the NBA. It's just like a post game show that they do, and it's always Shaq and D Wade and Candace Parker and some random guy. I can't remember dude's name, but he he he's chilling. The bald dude with the glasses, right? Nah, uh, that's a different thing. I think I'm talking. I think I'm thinking of MD, NBA TV. Yeah. Um, they got to a conversation about how the pick and roll, which is a play in basketball, has evolved over the years, and Shaq just seemed out of it. And Candace was trying her best to keep her composure during this, but I, I would have snapped.
1: Role, but I do think that Jokic, like the NBA switches now, right?
0: Mm-hmm. So, why? Whatever happened because to, everybody can shoot threes. Whatever happened to man up <laughs> because you're gonna be manning up trying to recover back to your man, and they're gonna hit a three just like Jokic did. Well, but
1: whatever four. happened to pre rotating and
0: that then to, they move the ball around. And you got, and you you got four to five three quarter. point shooters on the court, you ain't gonna rotate in enough time. Not <laughs> rotating, <laughs> not <laughs> rotating.
1: Yeah, but you got to take that easy pass away. What? Like, if you ain't going to switch, you got to take the easy. So pick. that's what but I'm saying. now you have guys that can throw the
0: ball from one side of the court and find the guy in rhythm. Huh? But that one, that easy one-five pick and roll. She was about to give the up. The big man, boy. is so far back, like Shaq used to be all, of, all the time. <laughs> and we won the championship. But, right? but here you go. Just throwing a shot at you, big fella. I love you. No, but then we won the championship. We did. Thank you. Because you started. I hate when he does that, by the way. I hate when he starts Nigga, losing an argument and you, he brings up the championships. You won your last
1: championship in 2006. <laughs> Guess what, dog? If you were playing that style of basketball now, it wouldn't be good. You'd be... Who, who would you be? I don't, I don't know. You see how, how oh, Spurs fast... Spurs last year. You see how fast Andrew Bynum phased out of the league, right? He
0: went crazy on
1: Even, even Joel Embiid, who... I, I I it drives me crazy when he's out in the three point line, but that's what happens. Even him, who is probably one of the most prototypical centers in the league, has expanded their game. Blake to Griffin match the NBA. is so
0: obsolete right now. He's so obsolete right now. And at one point he was the future.
1: Yeah, at one point he was just a jump shot away from being light skinned LeBron.
0: Like the big men aren't the same anymore.
1: But this is this is these are the same. Him and Charles. They, remember, Charles was three point shooting is not the way to go. He did that the whole
0: Warriors dynasty. He and, did that before the, uh, the Warriors dynasty. And,
1: and watched them continue to do it and win. And then watch other teams do well by doing the same thing. And he still doesn't understand, dog. If you have high percentage three point shooters. They're going to shoot threes because it's a waste of time Mm -hmm. to shoot a long two when you could just step back and make it a three. Because if you can hit a long two, you're hitting threes.
0: I just hate the fact that they're coming off now as just old men that don't know anything. It was going to happen eventually. You can't be this far away from the league this long. They've just been stubborn about... The progression of the league. Kenny has been good on recognizing it. He's been calling him out on it. Ernie's not gonna. He's just the host. He's not really gonna yeah. sit there.
1: And the, and the Shack hole, Oh, as soon as I get in the box in the corner of my argument, I'm just gonna throw out that we won championship. Okay, cool. But
0: that's uh, that's that was forever ago. Like he he does it even when when Charles would get on him about certain things, he'll go, oh well, I got four rings, you got none. So I went as. Like no, and I, and I also hate when Charles
1: talks about players going to other teams with superstars. Like he totally forgot playing for the Rockets. I hate I hate when he does that.
0: He ring chased, and, and it's
1: one of those. Oh, we didn't do that, so y'all shouldn't. Y'all are idiots. He begged <laughs> Scottie Pippen to come to Houston. Y'all sat there and let Michael Jordan run the NBA for years because y'all were too proud to join up with other people. How'd that work out for you, Charles? You let Shaq tell you don't have a ring every fucking week. I bet you if Patrick Ewing would have went back and, if he could redo it, his ass would have got some help. Yeah. But no, 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 don't. Superstars, stay, stay your team and rot and don't win shit they'll tell you one time they'll tell you one day oh these owners shouldn't have the power they have over the players and then the next week they'll, he'll tell you oh these players shouldn't be moving teams to superstar. shut up dog like you con- he himself every fucking week that's why I don't watch it because it's infuriating because I'm like I don't want to hear this I don't care anymore they need to I think it's time to infuse some younger people on that show Charles Barkley has been on that show for far too long now. I don't know the year that he started on that show, but I know from the time that he retired to today's NBA, it's too much time has gone by.
0: Well, that's not they're not gonna get rid of Charles because they're ready for him to say something. Like when you get somebody like Charles, you're ready for him to say anything. Good, bad, mm-hmm. ugly. Yes. you gonna be. Kenny. Kenny's fine. Kenny is fine, but he's probably going to be if you think about everybody else on that set, he'll probably be the first one to be replaced and he'll probably be ready to retire anyways because he lives out in California. So him going back and forth to Atlanta is only going to be for about a few more years.
1: Yeah, he's the most rational one as far as the basketball talk goes and you could get any basketball, It looks like they're trying to prime D Wade to do that at some point.
0: So, I think that's what I was about to get on. I think they're priming either D Wade or they're going to bring in Candace. I can see Candace sitting on that set and giving it up because she. I would
1: rather see Candace do it because I don't like. I feel like D Wade and Shat do that. Yeah. We're buddy-buddy shit. So they're going to coast off of each other. I don't like that.
0: So I think Candace, but if you get Candace, they might get rid of Charles because Charles might say something out of pocket and she is not going to be well, with the shits. I already said
1: I'm they can get somebody else to do comic relief. So <laughs>
0: that's could, all Charles is now. So I mean they could get Candace, they could probably get somebody else. They gotta guess but see here's the problem. When you when you have all of these interesting parts, because every single one of them are interesting. This this is the main reason why this show is getting all the Emmys and all this other stuff. stuff. Look at them compared to ESPN or NBA TV or any other sports analysis type of show. They aren't boring. If it's one thing you say about Inside the NBA, well, I, they are compared to the NBA on ESPN. The ABC shit is better. I don't think it's better. I think it's boring. I think it's boring. I think when you put a journalist up with actual players, they tend to talk down. They tend to talk down about players in the league now or they tend to talk down about players in the past because they're a writer. They have that ability. I don't want to see a journalist on the show. I want to see players on the show. I want to see a host, but I don't want to see any journalists on my panel. I don't I don't want. I can't I can't do it. Because, what's the difference between a
1: journalist talking down? Charles Barkley is as far away from today's game as a
0: journalist is. But, at one point, he was an actual player. So, there's shit that he can actually break down that still goes on in the league today. But he's a journalist not. is I just can't <laughs> respect a journalist who has never been on a court. Who has never actually played at least more than like three. Now, there are certain journalists that played in a league that... You know, they played in the league for a while and then they turned into journalism and they became writers and they became good writers. We've seen that with players from the NFL and everything else like that. So I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about guys who have not touched the basketball and have not shot a hoop in the league and are talking down about players in it. Like, who, who do they have on that Saturday night ABC show?
1: <sighs> Let me look it up. I don't think they have. They have Sage Steele, she's the host. And then I think they have three players.
0: Because I know ESPN is known for bringing in a journalist have, to be a part of that they have, little panel. Jalen Rose, they have Paul Pierce, and they usually have, I think they have another player. And then you got to think about the talent that you're getting. Like, Paul Pierce is trying his best to be like uh, uh, Charles Barkley. Well, he'll just say anything. He'll just say anything to see if it'll stick. You know? Uh, let's see here. you got Jalen Rose. I respect him. I'm trying to see where the list is. Here we go. Malika Andrews is a sideline reporter. John Barry, who played. He played, but alright. Mike Breen is always going to be there. Uh, Let's see here. I'm just talking about the halftime crew. I'm trying to look it up. Because... They pretty much, okay, so you want Fridays or you want, no, Saturdays, the primetime game on Saturday. Okay, so it's not giving me a list. It's only giving me Fridays and all the other days. Okay. Because I know that Saturday crew is pretty good. But I still don't put them above inside the NBA. You make me wait until 11 or 12 o'clock at night. To watch y'all do some foolishness for like forty-five minutes, ESPN isn't giving me that. I'm not waiting for that. But I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying it. I'm not if, waiting for that shit. I'm going. I'm going to bed after that game's over. I'm telling you that that is the that is the thing about that show. It makes you wait. You can't wait for for the people who watch it. You cannot just sit there and go, all right, this game is over. Let me go ahead and go to sleep. Yeah. No, for, for a lot of people, they, they don't even watch the two games that came on before. They just turn in on the last game to see, all right, how far do I have left before this show gets, gets going? And then they watch that. They watch watching it the, for foolishness. When you, when you see the ratings for the games as opposed to inside the NBA, it is crazy. I see, because they're watching for foolishness. Once again, you have to, you have to take out, okay, you shouldn't take out the sports aspect because when they do the basketball analysis, it actually is. This season, they've been falling off, but usually the analysis is spot on. And, and it's I funny. I can't even say it's fault. They're
1: choosing to basically disrespect aspects of today's game and players in today's game.
0: With ESPN, it's sort for of clicks for
1: basically it's basically they're basically doing clickbait shit, but live.
0: With ESPN, I just feel like they're just stuck. Like, they, they're told what to say. They have to come up with a reason, da 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 And then, like I said, Paul Pierce is coming off like he's trying to be the next Charles Barkley, and it's not working. Because he'll just say anything. Let me say this out outlandish shit, that way y'all can sit here and I, I want to be on all the Twitter. Like, no, we don't love you the same. We don't I, I fuck don't, with you the I same. don't love neither of those niggas. They could both go. Right? Jalen Rose is probably the saving grace for that show, though. Because Jalen actually... If Jalen Rose was to go on inside the NBA, and I'd say... Just replace Shaq. I know that's like a big trade-off, right? But just move Shaq and then put Jalen Rose on inside the NBA. I think the quality show will go up tenfold. If they start, if they start talking t-
1: basketball shit with Jalen Rose replacing Shaq or Charles... They'd have to because they would embarrass, he would embarrass both of them. Like it would go up tenfold. Because so, they, they talk like it's the, the 2000s. So
0: I can, like, once again, or, yeah, no, get Shaq out. Because if you replace him with Kenny or Kenny with Jalen Rose, Shaq is going to always throw up the ring thing every time he loses a conversation. Every time he loses, he throws up the rings. It's sort of like when you're talking to a Pittsburgh fan. And he
1: be doing, he'll be doing that every fucking night. And he'll hold his hand <laughs> on up, the like,
0: like, you can't have that. You can't
1: have that on the set. Because I, be, I watch it. I, I enjoy listening to Jalen Rose talk about basketball. ball. He, he gets everything about it. And it's like, you, you couldn't tell that Jalen Rose has been out of the league as long as he has. There's no, there's no drop off. With Shaq and Charles, you could tell these niggas ain't played since it's been a long time.
0: So I don't know, maybe, 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 maybe. But I don't. I don't watch it
1: to be. I don't watch it for the the
0: shenanigans. I just watch it for
1: the. I need to hear NBA talk. Honest NBA talk. Don't tell me you don't like the Jazz because they're above the Lakers, Shaq.
0: Uh, speaking of, like I said, Shaq had a hell of 24 hours uh, yesterday. AEW had its go home show before Revolution on Sunday. Um. And the first match was Shaq and Jade Cargill. I think I said her name right against Cody and Red Velvet, who was the replacement for Cody's wife, who is now pregnant. I gotta say something now, okay? Jade Cargill, she finna be a superstar. She built. She's like Black China. Wait, no. Wait, hold on. Let me. She's like a black version of China. She's not like black China cuz that's a whole different. I, I I Seeing her yesterday, they don't know what to do with black people over there. They don't. I feel like that's finna change because the way the internet and everybody has reacted to that match, it only when the women were in there. Cody, you got to understand Cody was doing his best to make Shaq cuz Shaq is old. Now, Shaq was moving
1: or he was doing pretty more, well. More importantly, Shaq's not a professional wrestler.
0: He's not. But he did all right. The little tribute to um, Brody Lee. He did a little cool. shit that you would, you could do on the first day of wrestling school. The, the bump through the tables. Cool. I, I saw him take a chair shot. And I think it was from... Um, he, yeah, and that was a, a bullshit chair shot. But, you know, it, it is what it is. Like, I didn't go into it thinking Shaq was going to give us a five-star match. Don't ever do that. I saw it as the little entertaining okay. Now I did think that that was going to be the uh, headlining match. I didn't know that that was going to be the opening. But it is what it is. But the two women in that match, Red Velvet and Jade. Yeah. They were were getting it. And for most of the match they were actually in the ring and
1: stuff. Until I see that AEW learns how to utilize their wrestlers that aren't white or Japanese. I don't, I don't know.
0: Um, There was a press conference with the inner circle where they sort of did the same thing with the debate where they brought like a whole bunch of older like talking heads from back in the day and Eric Bischoff and they did a little segment or what have you. And I guess that's hey, leading up to a match for Sunday. Hey, le- they they're starting to lose it. Then we get to a match that I, when I heard about it, I said, oh, no, I'm watching this shit. You had the Jurassic Express versus FTR and Tully Blanchard. People, I don't think you know how old Tully Blanchard is. He's a founding member of the Four Horsemen. He's got to be in the 60s. Why is he wrestling? Hey, Amen. They brought J.J. Dillon back from the dead. I I D, I'm going to hell for this. I thought J.J. Dillon died 10 years ago. Amen. They brought him out. It's starting. Now, Tully had a few spots. Great. He, he wasn't in the full match. He did like something off the top rope to end a match. And then he pinned uh, Luchasaurus. And that was the match they won. And then uh, Arn came out and they all threw up the fours. But only two of the members were there. One of them's dead and the other one is... Doesn't speak to the other two. He
1: probably does, but... He... No, he said... Oh, well, then he's not." He said he doesn't talk to Arn or Telly. They didn't even call him when he was almost dying. Well, when he was dying.
0: Oh. Well, never
1: mind. He's like, he doesn't... It was an interview he did, uh, like, last week. He was like, I don't talk to them. He was like, Arn didn't even call me when shit went left.
0: Yeah.
1: He's like, hey, he didn't call me, he didn't text me, nothing. He's like, I'm looking through all my calls and texts after I got in the hospital, and no Arn Anderson there. He's like, I don't talk to them.
0: <laughs> so, but now nah, I'm, I'm. Then you had uh, Nyla Rose versus uh, Rio Mizunami. A different Rio. Yeah. And uh, Nyla Rose lost. So there goes. Uh, the end of the black women representation, right there. She lost in the tournament. I'm guessing she. Oh no, she. This was the end of the tournament. This was the finals to that tournament that they had with all the women's wrestlers from said, like America said. and Japan. And so then this was America versus Japan in the finals, and then Nyla lost, and so Japan won. And so now on Sunday it will be Rio or not Rio. It'll be um, well, this Rio versus Sheeta? Yeah, Sheeta.
1: Did, did you see the did you see the tournament brackets? Nah. Yeah. It was a snoozer. The whole the whole American side was basically snoozers.
0: And uh then you had uh, Adam Page and them versus Matt Hardy and them. Which okay. Hey, man. You see NXT is moving to Tuesdays? Yeah. I want to see how that works out for both. I think it'll work out fine. And Here's the thing.
1: NXT is not using stuff like they probably should be. Um, AEW is getting the benefit of these celebrity appearances. They're signing. I don't know if it's a fair competition. Because it's more like Raw versus NXT is what it seems like. You know what I'm saying?
0: I understand what you mean. It's like a regular show versus what we consider to be the minor leagues. Yes. Which it shouldn't be considered the minor leagues.
1: And even then, I think NXT has more promising stories going on right now. Um, There... AW starting to lean a lot on celebrities and signing
0: people that I don't think moved the needle. Now they did have Big Show come out and he said something about signing S- some, a some. Yeah, on Sunday they're gonna sh- somebody's. Gonna and they're pop not up. in the ladder match. There's supposed to be a spot open for a ladder match on Sunday.
1: Yeah, there is. It's the face of. The, it's the winner of the ladder match gets a shot at the TNT Championship.
0: That ladder match looks kind of kind of dope, though. Like, the people they got in it? Yeah, I would watch that. I mean, I'm going to watch um, the whole shit on Sunday, but...
1: But it's... Signing Big Show doesn't move the needle.
0: Well, if they're signing Big Show and, and he's saying and everybody's saying what I think... He's probably coming in as either, like, a coach. He's not going to be in the ring. He's going to be more behind the scenes and as a commentator. I'm
1: reading that he's going to wrestle, but he's also going to commentate. But if he left WWE to get because the only thing I could think of for leaving WWE to go to AEW now is to wrestle
0: that he's going to get more wrestling. I think the same thing, you know. All right. So I had this theory, right? When I saw this last week. I don't think a lot of these wrestlers who are leaving WWE is because of Vince. I don't think so either. I think there's something else going on, and I think it's whoever is in Vince's ear they don't fuck with. Like I also, he's too old or. I'll,
1: but when was the last big show match that
0: you gave a shit about? Well, nobody really cared. I think people cared more about him losing weight than they did about him wrestling. He hasn't. He hasn't done. And if.
1: I get it. He's going to always think he needs to be on the show because he's the big show. I get that 100 percent. But these old dudes are literally becoming you're all becoming part time superstars. None of y'all can really if we keep it above now, you're not hanging with the younger guys. You're not. You're fifty. You're forty-five and fifty and fifty-five and sixty years old. You're not hanging with the younger guys. If we're really going for a, if you're going to go for a long match, it's not. That's why well, there's at, a few,
0: but we'll get to that in a second.
1: That's why they're putting Sting in a tag match, and he's probably not going to work most of it. No, and I would be I would be surprised if the if at the end of Sting's run, if. He has more singles matches than multi-man matches, and I'll be surprised if those singles matches go past twenty minutes. Sting's imp- and if WWE is saying we don't want you to wrestle because we don't think you're fit to do it anymore, whether it be Sting or Big Show, Big Show's just not moving a needle. Period. <laughs> so nobody's nobody's tuning in to Raw to see Big Show. Nobody. But, Sting, if, if you had a legitimate health risk, I can understand them being like, you're 60 or however old Sting is. We don't feel comfortable you wrestling for us anymore. Isn't that what we are wanting them to do? To, to put their wrestlers up there and make it safe?
0: Yeah, but you know about glory. You know about pride. Okay, well. You know. you know That pride is going to have niggas look like Lex Luger. Oh, no. We, we understand how like when they did the, the shit to Macho Man years back, and they made him a commentator, and he was like, "No, I want to keep wrestling," and he went to WCW, and he learned quickly. Yeah, maybe, I can still wrestle, but they maybe I shouldn't be. Yeah, <laughs> which is cool.
1: But if that power bomb a couple weeks ago that he took that that Sting took from Brian Cage, if that goes left, what are we saying? So, and I get Tony Khan as a fan. So he probably wants to sign all these people that he, were, he was fans of. I get it. And he's trying to appeal to a broad audience with all these cool, y'all not doing nothing different from WWE. You're not. And nobody could tell me they are. You're depending on people that are part-time now to move the needle for you. Sting's not wrestling every week. Yeah, he'll show his face. But he's not He's not doing that every week. And it's, are you going to have a good, because the obvious storyline for him now was Darby Allen. Cool. What about when that's over?
0: Now, if this is a passing of the torch, like he said, yeah, I'm going to wrestle this match with Darby and it's to me because everybody keeps comparing the two of us with the makeup and, and the, <sighs> then I'll do that. And he's and then, not
1: even on, I don't think there's a comparison as far as wrestling goes. Darby's not as good as a you wrestler's thing are. was.
0: Just like people who are comparing Ricky Starks to fucking The Rock. Just because he's a light-skinned dude with a face. Y'all got
1: to stop doing that.
0: They are like, nothing alike.
1: Y'all not moving in. Y'all, I, I need to see I need to see some more. Because now I'm being let down. Because now I had this this feeling that I'm like, oh man, they're going to do all these great things. But now they're starting to go down the same path. And they got the talent.
0: We keep saying this, they got the talent.
1: Now they're finding out that and even with these other shows, because you're we're still only getting like one women's match per dynamite. But y'all just had a whole women's tournament. But we were only getting one per week on dynamite? How? How? That's crazy. Yeah, say what you want about the women's division on Raw and SmackDown, how they might not be, but you have storylines. You have more than you got the you got Nia Jackson, Shana doing their tag team thing. Then you had Charlotte Flair and Oscar with their tag team thing. But then now they're they're probably gonna fight at WrestleMania. Then you have this that and they're upset. The biggest gripe that people have against WWE is that they keep putting the belt on Charlotte Flair, who. I still haven't seen a wrestler that as, is as good on the women's side from bell to bell as Charlotte Flair is.
0: I would, uh, I would somewhat agree with you on there. I mean, there are women
1: that are amazing all around like somewhat. superstars, but if we're talking in between those ropes, you know who the most believable person is to be wrecking shit every time she comes in there? Charlotte fucking Flair.
0: Because I, I, I would give it up to Sasha Banks, too. Only because she makes the other person in the ring look good. She does. She does. So I would give her that. That's the only edge. But those are the only two. I agree with you on the Charlotte thing, though. And you know what? I wouldn't even argue with you about Sasha Banks. Like, she, she does a great job of making the other person across from her look great. Because there have been times when I've seen... Some of the females that have wrestled like somebody other than Sasha and it's like mm-hmm. damn that is and maybe it's the fact
1: that WWE made the main did roster? a great job of just making her look dominant which is half the job. You're supposed to make me believe that she can beat any girl she's in there with so when she loses it's a big deal.
0: But yeah, don't don't keep adding dark shows, and they're still talking about adding another show on YouTube sometime this year. Um, but don't keep adding all these shows, and then like you have a women's division that is actually very good. Yeah, and you don't highlight it when Impact has a better women's division, or like like better's women matches than you, and nobody can find out where the hell Impact is. See, nobody can find Impact when you when you
1: when you. Put the spotlight on more women, it doesn't look as bad when I don't see your champion for a while. Yeah, I, I wish they would do Asuka better than they're doing her. But when you have all these women you're showcasing, it doesn't seem like you're skipping out a whole lot because you're still showcasing women on each show. Now, on the W, NXT is the best roster of women's talent. I think, in wrestling right now. But they do a hell of a job showcasing them. But don't... Man, I, I, I want to see more from them. And I'm sorry, an exploding barbed wire match isn't enough. I want to see more. I don't need the spectacle. I want to see more in, with all around.
0: Yeah. Um, Let's see here Oh wait a minute On Monday March 1st We And I do mean we Got a new WWE champion The fifth Black WWE champion Mr. Bobby Lashley I'm going to tell you something right now. If he fuck, if they fuck around and make this a squash match between him and Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, I'm going to be P-I-S-T. Pissed. Now, I know that's the obvious match for it.
1: But I still think the chances might be a little
0: better that it don't happen than if it does. Like, don't make him a transitional champion. Don't do that. Because... We see, and I, with well Vince, when it comes to black talent, we do talk about how it's highlighted better, but we're highlighted better as mid-carters. When it comes to those top belts, we just aren't getting there. And when we get there, it's only for a short, brief moment in time. How long did Kofi have that belt? Uh, he had it from Wrestlemania to that first episode of Smackdown so six months and then he lost it on that first episode of Smackdown in nine seconds he's never been in the picture other than the Elimination Chamber he's never been in that main event picture like that again they put him right back in the tag team conversation with Bobby, I'm afraid that if he's going to be a transitional talent like with the, with the belt, that he's going to go right back into that, I'm going for the U.S. championship again. Or I'm going for, not any kind of know, I'll be going for the tag team with one of the other members of the Hurt Business. Again. Well,
1: see, I think because... That's my biggest fear. The ratings were there when Kofi was champion. Um, I think the ratings were there for Bobby, too, on Monday. They said that last match, the ratings were better in that last hour for that last match than it they've have been in weeks four, uh, Raw. Uh, I think that's going to make it hard for them to take it off of him. Um, also, I think because from what I've read, in the, uh, I read a couple of Bobby Lashley interviews when he came through the, the curtain, Vince was right there with. Um. Now, I don't know if he's come come around to seeing that he can market these people as in his black talent more now. Um, I think the New Day had a big big, 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 big influence on that. Um, Kofi, of course, Kofi Mania had a huge influence on that. But I also think that Lashley is the type, the prototypical type of wrestler that he likes. Vince loves his big, strong motherfuckers.
0: At one point, when do you think they'll make the face turn for the hurt business? Because it's coming. Because people fuck with the hurt business.
1: I think if they're going to do anything, they'll be tweeners. I don't know if they'll go full face. Like
0: anti-heroes and things? Yeah, I don't think they'll go full face. Because people are loving it. People are absolutely loving it with them holding the tag team titles now with the U.S. or the WWE title, and with MVP, he doesn't need one. He doesn't need a title at all. He's more of like the architect of this whole thing. Yeah, I
1: think he's enjoying doing the uh, the management stuff, and he has.
0: And Bobby life. Lashley has talked great about him too. Oh yeah, Bobby loves like him. restoring his confidence and everything like that, and how he was ready to be out. See, because I didn't watch TNA. I didn't realize that when
1: Blashley was winning championship TNA, MVP was right there with him too.
0: Yeah. They were part of some other group with uh, I can't remember the name of the wrestler that was with him, but I thought he should have jumped to WWE when all those impact wrestlers were jumping. Mm -hmm. It was something king, but he was a brother and he was was a Vince McMahon type. But I don't know why he didn't jump over. It it might have been he just wanted to sit out somewhere.
1: You know what? The I think Vince usually will do the, these things. I think Vince still thinks ahead for a lot of the... Now, I think of some of the storylines fall on deaf ears, and they're just sporadic and they're whatever. But when it comes to his top titles, I think he thinks pretty far ahead. Um, I think he's looking towards Survivor Series. Because I feel like Roman's going to drop the belt at WrestleMania. But I think he's going to get it back pretty quickly after that. I don't know if Edge is going to have a long reign as the, uh, the champion. Um, I, think he's, I think he would love to have a Roman Bobby
0: Survivor Series main event. I also think, and, and we, can, we, can, we can sort of wrap this topic up real quick. I also think that Big E will be the first Black Universal Champion. I agree. I do think that what they're doing with him with this Intercontinental shit—they're trying to, because they separated him for a reason. They didn't just separate him for shocking
1: off. They're doing a a slow burn, but I think it's going to catch fire.
0: Um, I do think he will win it, but I think he'll win it as a heel. I don't think he'll be the the you know new day version of Big E. I think he's going to be like a heel. Sort of like how they did Roman. Mm-hmm.
1: Well I don't think he's the new I don't I know he's probably closer to the New Day version of Big E than not but I think he's slowly but surely now going away from the New Day version. Yeah. But still as a face.
0: But I think they'll make him win it as a heel.
1: I think I think they'll have him win it as a face because he'll sell more merch that way. You can sell merch as a heel. Yeah but you they, they sell a lot of merch. It's, like, it's that fear that they have with Cena. Mm. That if they make them a heel they won't buy their merch like that anymore and I know they're going to have that
0: fear with a black wrestler I know they are but I do stick by that Big E will be the first black universal champion I would agree with that yeah. Um. let's see here new music comes out at 12 today or 12 tomorrow morning we got Drake and then we got Bruno and Anderson pack. And I'm going to tell you something right now. Now that Bruno Anderson, that's just a single, right? I think that's just a single. Okay. But I still want to hear it. Oh, yeah, of course. I, I need to hear that. I don't know about it. Is this, is this the Drake album that everybody kept talking about? It's that not the album. It's just, it's, I think it's just a single. Okay. It's not the album yet. So is it just him or is it like him? Because, you know, sometimes he'll have like we crazy features. We don't know yet. <laughs> so it's just, we just know that it. it's new Drake. It, it's scary hours too.
1: It okay. could be a single. It could be a little, a little hold over pack. It could be a lot of things. Nobody knows, but it, it's new Drake music. Uh, we got all star weekend. I think we touched on that a bit, man. I, we, I mean, do you want to, you want to pick the winners of some of these categories?
0: Some of these events? Yeah. I saw that uh, the the commissioner was like, hey, there there will be no partying in Atlanta during the... Okay. <laughs> you're not going to be partying. You stay in your hotel room. I'm in Atlanta. I'm a millionaire. You think I'm not about to party? You can kiss the blackest part of my ass unless you're not black. But... but yeah, no. I don't, I don't really... What, what else new is there to cover about All-Star Weekend? Nothing really. Oh, oh, the court looks kind of crazy. They
1: got a special, a little special court that looks kind of cool.
0: Um, and Mississippi and Texas have fully opened up. It's basically the whole south now. Because I've seen a map
1: of all the open states now, and it's it's basically the whole south.
0: (laughs) People, please go get your vaccines. Florida,
1: Texas, Mississippi. It. Everything, everything below South Carolina, everything below North Carolina, it seems to be open.
0: People, please go get your, please go get your vaccines. I know the numbers are trending down. We're finally, we're finally turned a corner. The Johnson and Johnson, we're about to get the AstraZeneca's vaccine in like a month. I know we already got fifty million people vaccinated, and and everything. Please go get your vaccines. Just chill for a second. Please. I'm ready to be outside. We just talked about it earlier in the episode. I'm ready to be outside next week, too. But that's what I'm going to have with me. My mask. Now, I did see that people in Texas and Mississippi and stuff like restaurant owners and shit are still. They they
1: can still. Because OSHA OSHA says that they can still enforce that.
0: Yeah. They're not opening up shit. They're like, no. No, no, no. We're not about to ruin our summer. So. I mean, I do see that. So that's like a little glimmer of hope. But that's. I know it ain't doing that in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Florida Florida ain't known what COVID was since it started but you know people just be safe with this we're almost we're we're, we're there we're getting there just don't be stupid don't just let up right now let's get these vaccines let's get let's get safe I don't want to be out here and shit's still going like past May. Yeah, that'd be whack.
1: What well, they said, they said June would probably be it. They said June would probably be the the closest we've seen to regular in a year. Or normal, excuse me.
0: So, come on folks. Be safe. Don't, Texas, don't let Governor Ironside tell you to go back outside. And y'all still ain't got no running water and power and shit. Like come on, I saw Mississippi. They don't have water. Like the the pipeline was like horrible, and then that snowstorm happened, and it fucked everything up. And they can't even. They got to collect rainwater just to boil it, just to like take baths and shit. But
1: they want layerbot.
0: Y'all some funky niggas, <laughs>
1: boy. Y'all gonna be some funky niggas going outside, turning up, you
0: need to turn up the shower water. I think that's everything man I think we touched everything I think we got it Oh Baker Mayfield He said him and his wife have uh, Saw a UFO That's it That's all I got That's it that's everything I mean I believe it I, I believe in aliens so. I mean I also believe in CTE True shit You can follow the show on Instagram and Facebook at This Ain't A Pod. You can follow my esteemed colleague at exhibit underscore D-E-E on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow yours truly on Instagram and Twitter at WellDamnSprat. We will be back on Monday to wrap up All Star Weekend. Because we're going to have to talk about that. Um, Maybe Revolution? AEW Revolution? And some other shit. Tune in on Monday at 8 o'clock for that. Good night, Wichita.